Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. I am your host, Scott Gazzoli. I hope you know my name by now. The great Scott, the beautiful, the charismatic Scott, whatever you want to call me, I'll take it. Um, All good. I hope all you guys are doing well. As always, thank you so much for just allowing me to share and serve a little bit of knowledge with you guys. Um, All the viewers, um, everybody listening, uh, really from the bottom of my heart, appreciate it. We've seen a big uptick, about 20, 25% this this last month. So um, it's very moving. And, you know, you try not to look at these analytics, you try not to worry about it, but um, it's cool, man. It's really interesting. So seriously, thank you guys for for pushing the like button, you know, as we might as well bring that up now, you know, hit that review, hit that like subscribe button. But I really think the way um, that these things grow is just organically. So telling your friends about it, just saying, hey, listen to this. Listen to this stud Scott. He knows all this stuff. I don't know shit, people. But trying to, you know, do the research, the accurate research, give you some objective truths here, and be able to provide you with some good content. So um, I think it's working. Um, Leave a review. Let me know. Um, You know, those likes and reviews on iTunes do seem to to get the ball rolling. But um, I think just telling your friends seems to to, to be the coolest part of it. We are going to have some bigger guests coming up. I am in talks with couple of people I think you guys would be interested. It's going to be a little bit off the beaten path, but um, something I'm pretty interested in, UFO stuff, and um, maybe doing a month-long little series on that. Also have Dr. Uh, Ginger Campbell coming on with the Brain Science Podcast. That is going to be very exciting. Thank you, Ginger. Looking forward to that. We're going to have that out probably by early December. So a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, it's Thursday, the 19th. You know I'm going to hit you with this fitness, nutrition piece of, of the week. Um, and I try to keep you guys what's going on in my life and what I'm up to. So I'm at that two month mark of doing my program. It's been good. Um, and I'm, I was looking to split, um, to, to start a new split, should I say. And I'm going to provide you guys today with the most effective um, training splits. If you're unfamiliar with that and more into the mind stuff, uh, you can turn it off now. This is going to get pretty advanced. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you. I would say that the training split, um, if you're if you're unfamiliar with it, there's different various different ways to split out your your workouts by body part, by um, the side of your body, even by the upper part, the lower part of your body. The, this isn't for beginners, but I do think it could be a nice easy step to get yourself to another level. Um, and I do think these these are probably pretty much the classic ways of doing it. I'll break down all different pieces, and um, you know, I'd say the first piece is choose the Choose one of these splits, one of these training splits based on your schedule, based on your goals, your, you know, the ability for you to recover, um, your energy, the the type of energy you have. Um, You know, these body part splits could be, um, you know, it just depends. So I'll walk you through it, but you have to do what's best for you. Again, I never will tell you you have to do X, you have to do Y. Like giving you, here, I'll give you five or six different options, um, things I've tried, the one I'm doing now, and then the reason why selfishly I, I do these podcasts is to help myself, force myself to to do the research. So I've been, um, I've been looking into this pretty extensively for the last couple of months. So um, I'm going to give you the uh, the full freight here. And I think, um, if you're a man, if you're a woman, each one is different, you know, again, depending on your body type, um, that, but you know, this isn't, 
you know, just for men or just for women. It is kind of based on what you're trying to do, you know, and I'll walk you through each piece. Um, but there isn't a one size fits all. So you're going to have to really listen to what I'm saying here. Do your research and understand, um, which fits your needs, right? So I would say the first one, probably the most common is a classic bodybuilder part split, right? These are what, you know, you see all the, the, um, you know, like this is what Arnold was, um, was trying. This is what Jay Cutler was doing. All these big, um, the bigger dudes that, you know, probably can't wipe their ass, but, um, this is basically when you're attacking each muscle group, um, individually, you know, and this is usually like, for example, I'm currently doing this. It's uh, a six day training session for me. Um, I will do legs twice a week on Mondays and Fridays. I hit chest on Tuesdays, back on Wednesdays, Saturday shoulders, and then Sunday arms. And this is super effective for me. Um, they're, you know, body part splits, they, they really use great, um, greater exercise variation to target these individual muscles. Like we said, um, this is probably the most effective way for that high growth, right? To get bigger, you're going to shock the muscles. Um, you know, so really st- this is basically be the opposite of a total body style, um, routine, but the increased volume and the metabolic stress leads to greater hypertrophy than some other splits. And, um, as I said, you know, I've definitely gained, uh, probably a little too big at this point, but, um, you know, definitely it works, right? And it it makes sense for me on a personal note. I think it is a little difficult to train, um, with these heavy multi-joint lifts without some degree of, uh, hindered recovery from a previous workout. So for example, if you're hitting, if I'm hitting my legs on Monday, you know, when you're doing legs, you're hitting those hammies, which will be included in your back workout on Wednesdays. So, you know, if you're hitting Mondays, right, you're not going to be able to really totally, um, I mean, it depends, right? I would say you just have to be very much on point. You, you, you have to have your sleep in, in the right workout. You have to make sure you're eating the, the right stuff. You have to make sure you're getting those recovery, um, those essential amino acids after. So, I think, um, you know, it's just, again, it's just a different thing. The one negative of this is definitely time consuming and probably impractical for people with these busy fluctuating schedules. So if you, if if you're somebody who can't, uh, plan out, you know, the next day, let's say work is kind of going to throw you in different things. You're a real estate agent. You're, you know, you can't potentially not get to the gym. If you actually have some real things going on, you don't want to, if you miss your back workout, it's going to mess up your imbalance, right? Um, and I, I would say that this probably isn't the best for a beginner or even if you're a performance athlete, that's just looking, you know, if you're playing a sport or something, it is rather aesthetic, let's say cosmetic, whatever you want to call it. Um, so that's, you know, just the first one, I think pretty classic. And you probably heard of that one, um, before the next one, um, you know, upper lower training split. Uh, the upper lower training split, it's like the next progression for those, um, I would say more accustomed to a total body training split. And this will allow, you know, more recovery, um, for the, you know, upper body and lower body, basically alternating those days. Typically I've done these in four to five day splits. Um, and a lot of pros and cons, right? Uh, the, the upper lower training split 
is uh, a really nice progression from the total body and works well with the timing. You know, you can miss if you, you can miss a day here, miss a day there, and, and still because if you're ripping through the upper body and the rip, uh, ripping through the lower body, it you, you know it doesn't hurt to take another day to recovery. I think they're good for frequency, um, a little quicker learning uh, and mastery while still using that significant load. So look at this like a middle ground um, between this total body uh, and the the um, the body parts split. Um, you know, there, there is cons to it. The upper lower training split, um, you know, compared to a body part split could very well hinder recovery. Like we said, just, just when you hit legs, if you're doing it right, you really should be in rough shape the next one or two days. So the lower body, and again, when I've done this, that lower body training typically tends to be very difficult. You know, you're usually doing eight to 10 different exercises, doing it two times a week. Um, it could be a lot, you know? Um, so it could end up being a little unbalanced, let's say, you know, the next one is going to be, um, what I would think is, you know, again, I've done this, um, probably when I, my, probably a couple years ago, I think this, this probably got me the, the, the leanest, um, look out of all of them, the total body training split. These are, you know, the best part of it, uh, total efficiency, right? If you train the body full, you know, it, it's, um, Instead of just doing like by piecemeal, it ends up just being uh, way better. And I think, you know, a lot of guys in, in the gym or in fitness that I know, um, they tend to have more of a leaner look, a little bit of a healthier look. So it's just a little different. Total body splits, um, if you're short on time, fantastic for full body simu- uh, stimulation. The the high frequency stim of those muscles and moderate training v- volume does suit many goals for fat loss, like I just mentioned. Strength building, again... Um, you wouldn't grow as much as doing that full body split, but does give you great, um, hypertrophy and is fantastic for explosive exercises, uh, better for these athletes, um, does allow easier integration of those movements, right? There is no fluff in these workouts. So you're going to be going hard, um, instead of doing, you know, 10 different angles of back workouts, you know? I would say that I do think they're, they are good for beginners if you're listening, um, for your general health as well. It's easy to integrate these other training modalities around total body routines. So, you know, I did, um, I should mention that in my morning cardio, I do try to uh, throw in some full body work as far as boxing with squats in and stuff like that. But again, I'm really still figuring out what I'm doing. Uh, when we get to the end here, I'll talk about one that um, I'm going to get into as well. Um the cons of a full body, you know, workout is the those stronger lifters may struggle with that recoverability from training, you know, legs three times per week. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're hitting the full body, that means you're going to hit those legs. And um, it's difficult to train more than three to four times per week without knowledge and self-awareness for that kind of auto-regulation. These smaller show muscles per se probably would be, be neglected. And I don't like, you know, but listen, if you want to look good, you know, this problem is probably not the best for you, um, for that bodybuilder physique, but still you, you get involved with some power cleans, some lunges, farmer walks, dips, you know, you can do a bunch of good stuff and just kind of mix it up. It's a lot more probably interesting. Um, the, the next one <clears throat> is going to be that push pull training split, uh, push pull splits, they break 
the training up by movement pattern, right? Which is always interesting. So if you're a little um, unfamiliar with push or pull, the movements on the posterior side of the body are predominantly responsible for pulling, right? That's your back. Um, so if you're working at your back, um, it's going to be a lot of pulling. With the front, your chest, your shoulders, it is a lot of push actions. Legs are usually done on those pull days. So again, um, always those legs tend to be a problem, right? But a lot of pros and cons to both. The, the push-pull routines are suitable for intermediate, I would say, advanced trainees. Um, this is, an, I would say, an economical way to train. And it does allow for flexible planning because, you know, uh, all you have to worry about is if you, if you do a push day, you have to hit that pull day. You definitely um, have to make sure there's balance here because if you start having imbalances between your posterior and uh, anterior chain, it's going to lead to a lot of issues. A lot of th- people don't realize that, but make sure that everything you do is always balanced. Um, the moderate frequency of movement is better for that skill acquisition, I think. So, it, you know, then just that classic bodybuilder, um, you know, once per week hitting it. Um, you know, push-pull are, I would say, limited um, with a use to athletes because they segregate the body by muscles that kind of work together, right? So if you're an athlete, um, if you're playing basketball, you're going to be doing push and pull, you know, having both is, um, you need both of those skill sets to um, to do certain different moves, no matter what sport you're doing, right? Push-pull routines are um, a good, good moderate one. I would say. And again, you're going to be doing this pulls on the pull days. You'll be focused on legs, hammies, back, your biceps, the lower back, and then on uh, push days, the shoulders, triceps, um, chest. And then you could split out certain leg exercises where you are pushing. Those are more of the, I would say, classic looks um, of what to kind of expect. And then, you know, I did some extra digging here. And uh, these are ones that I'm looking at doing. So um, these are definitely ones that, you know, to be honest, up till a couple weeks ago, I didn't hear about them, but I think that they are, could be effective. And there's more. You can find different ones. I was just giving you the classic ones, and then I'll go into the ones I think I'm thinking about doing. Um, There's intensive, extensive uh, training split. This split bases training on the neural demands of a workout. So for example, one day would be more heavy, explosive work followed by the next day, which is going to be focused on volume um, and just more reps, you know? So this is just very interesting because I think it does make, have a nice split of being an all-around athlete. So these, this one, definitely more of an advanced level um, for athletes who really are trying to reach their highest performance potential. They're not really worried about the aesthetics of a bodybuilder, but you're not just trying to feel good like, um, you know, a full body workout. These are great for the athletes and for training movements as well, such as acceleration, explosiveness, um, power jumping, things like that and coordinate because you're mixing um, certain nuanced exercises with resistance training. So this offers a sound progression for developing the greater levels of performance um, as well as just, you know, also having that, that, that intensity to it too. Um, from my studies, it does seem a little bit complicated to design these. You know, I don't think that they're totally ideal for hypertrophy oriented lifters because splits, um, could be focused on the, um, inclusion of movements. You know what I'm saying? So this could be more detrimental to overall recovery for that hypertrophy. And again, hypertrophy is that, um, forcing the muscles to grow. So workouts could be a little longer. Um, in duration and definitely intense, you know, I was doing these, um, during quarantine and, um, those, when, if you're sprinting, 
you know, for example, it's really intense on your knees, intense on your body, uh, really acts a lot for that neural recovery. So you can do, you know, example here is, um, you know, have a day for, for that speed work and Olympic lift. So speed work, sprinting, um, even explosive things like taking a dumbbell and doing like a, a vertical, um, press and just kind of ripping through it. You see a lot of these UF, this is more of like a UFC workout is what I would look at it. And then Tuesdays you would have more of a change of direction, maybe an emphasis on pulling, um, X, Y, or Z for the lower back. You could do a metabolic focus day and there's a, there's a little bit of freedom there as well. So that's definitely something different that you guys probably haven't heard of before. Uh, the last one we'll talk about is going to be the primary mover plus opposing supersets. This one, uh, if you're looking at it like the um, the uh, the classic bodybuilder physique, body part split, is you know what Arnold did when Arnold took it to the next level. This is what he was doing. So you could look at this like supersetting, but you're you're basically supersetting different parts of your body. So an example is doing your chest and your back workouts at the same time. This is the next level. I have tried these. I've failed miserably. Um, I think, you know, to, to be honest, I, a lot of the guys in the gym I see doing these are probably on something, those Mexican supplements, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's great for building muscle if, if your body could handle all that recovery. So if you're doing a, you know, a chest day mixed in with a back day, you're, you're going to be bench pressing into a, a deadlift or into pull-ups. It's very... Very intense, but obviously this, these types of workouts increase that blood flow to the opposite muscles, which obviously improves performance. It's going to really force that metabolic stress um, related to hypertrophy too. So uh, there is definitely flexibility here. You really only need to do those three to four. You could do it up to six. I just think that's, you're pushing it. Um, but supersets are done to, to maximize that time efficiency. Uh, like I said, these are going to be tough to, to pull off, man. I'm telling you, I've really tried it. It's, it's very tough to get that 100% go. Um, but they are, you know, uh, could be done. And I, I do think, you know, it is something to at least look at, right? Just mixing up legs and shoulders um, even could be good. And then mixing that chest and back. I really only dabbled in the chest and back. So uh, I think, you know, these six will give you a good start to, and there's other ones out there. Um, but again, just remember, you, I would say to, to connect our, you know, the mind piece that we always do, if you don't know where you're aiming, you know, you're going to have much difficulty getting there. Right. Um, so your goals really have to be clear. You have to, um, you know, in, in summary, I guess if you're focusing, if you want to look good, stick to the bodybuilding, but that's not ideal for, for being a, a true performance athlete. You know, um, if you need to move bilaterally, if the, you know, quick turns, you know, body part isn't ideal, right? But assess your schedule. If you're able to at least plan out your next day, that there's, you know, have more time to do. But each one, like I said, um, varies. If you're if you're a beginner, you know, body part splits are a nice way to start. Isolation workouts could be a nice way to start. Um, you could, you, you could, whatever you put into it, you're going to get out. But the key here, check out the last episode I did on recovery. You know, your body is, uh, is uh, an integrated system of processes, procedures, and what you put in is what you get out. So really look at that recovery method. You know, going through that episode last week, I really took into account how much recovery time I take in. And remember, that stress every day. Make sure you get that out of the way because you don't want to be stressed out. I know I used to look at the gym like it was um, my way to get rid of the stress. But if you're able to clear your mind at the beginning of the day, 
um, you're going to have a much better workout and um, it's going to help a lot. You know, uh, make sure your, your, your sleep quality is good and most importantly, that nutrition. That nutrition is, you know, 80% of the goal. That's the, the you know, out of everything you listen to, just eat right, guys. Um, this one was fun. I really enjoyed, you know, um, finding these kind of parallels between my life and being able to help you guys on the fitness side. Um, I still lean, I love the mind. I really love the mind work and it's, it's fresh, it's new, it's, it's hip. Um, this fitness stuff could get a little old because there's so much content out there, but I think we're looking at it from a different angle here. Um, and I'm gonna leave it there. You know, I really hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Um, you know, check out the, uh, we're going to be focusing on the mind piece mindset on Monday. Um, we'll be having my, uh, my friend, Dr. Alex on who is yoked up. And, uh, and a doctor of psychology. So it's going to be really interesting for that one. Please check it out. As always, thank you guys so much. Uh, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Bye-bye.